Hello, and welcome to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. Here at the Freedom Challenge, we strive to do good by helping enslaved women and children to do more than you ever thought physically possible and to do it together by connecting women with a heart for a hurting world. We hope you enjoy your time being informed and encouraged with host Tracy Doherty and our amazing guests. So let's get ready and join Tracy for this week's episode. Hi, Freedom Sisters. I'm so glad that you joined us today on the Freedom Challenge Online Podcast. We've got some great things to talk to you about today, and I am really happy to have Sylvia St. Cyr join me today. She's a Freedom Sister from Canada, and I met her in 2018 at the Grand Canyon Backpacking Challenge. It was grueling, by the way. Those of you who have done it know exactly what I'm talking about. She is an author and a lover of Jesus, a mother, and I've invited her today to share a little bit about herself, her passion, and her experience with Freedom Challenge, and also a very special project that she's working on that piqued my interest, and I wanted to share that with you. So, Sylvia, welcome to the podcast, and can you share a little bit about yourself and how you came to be a part of the Freedom Challenge? Absolutely. So first of all, thank you, Tracy, for having me on. It's absolutely a pleasure and an honor. Um, So as you said, I'm from Canada. I was born and raised and stayed in a small town here in Niverville, Manitoba, Canada. Basically, for any um, people in the U.S. who are listening, that's right smack dab in the middle of Canada. Um, Growing up, you know, I, mom and dad, I have three brothers, pretty, pretty normal. you know, time in my childhood. And it was somewhere in my 20s. After already, I had gotten married to the love of my life, Sean had two kids, I realized that there were a lot of things that you could give to, or that people could be passionate about uh, to give back. And that giving back was important. But I asked myself, what what is that for me? And I really was drawing a blank. So I asked God a pretty scary question. I asked him, would you give me something that breaks your heart, that moves you, that will move me, that will um, get me passionate about giving back? Because there's like a thousand different things that I could give money or time or prayer into. But Lord, would you give me something specifically that you want me to be passionate about? And he really answered that. And he will, for anyone listening, I encourage you to pray that scary prayer if you have nothing that you're passionate about. So one of those two things that he put on my heart is a passion to help see human trafficking victims uh, set free and, and be restored and to help other people um, you know, hopefully not get into that for that prevention as well. Wow. That's a, that is a scary and powerful question. And I'm so curious how it actually led you to freedom challenge because what, just two years ago you showed up on that, those trails in, where were we started out in Utah and you came and it was, you know, it wasn't for the faint of heart. I'd love to hear a little bit about how you got connected to us. And I know we'll talk a little bit more about the trip itself, yeah. but how did, the, how was that all, whole process? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, 
Okay. Where to begin? <laughs> um, okay. I learned, so God placed the passion and idea of helping out those caught in human trafficking on my heart. So I started like anybody would and doing some research. What is, is actually the statistics out there? Who is involved? Is it just people in India and Syria or, or is it more people? And I found so much in my research. I found out that it's everywhere. Um, literally everywhere it's all over north america human trafficking it, co it comes in many different ways you know sexual trafficking is such a big part of it but um it's it is also one part there is yes. child laborers you know there's so many different aspects to it and uh what really broke my heart about it was the um the common age that anyone gets trafficked at the beginning of that. And that was that uh, 12 years old. Mm. So I have two kids, my son, two years ago when we did the backpack trip was 12 years old. And so that really became a reality to me. Thinking about anyone trafficking my children made me want to fight. And as a mother, but there's so many children that no one's fighting for them. And I thought, you know, I can, I can do something. And so, yeah, I, I didn't really know what to do other than uh, donate some money, pray. But then uh, it was December, 2017. I read a random blog. Um, and in this blog, uh, another freedom sister from Saskatchewan Canada, um, actually shared her story. Her name is Denise. And she shared her story about doing the freedom challenge. And she was an everyday regular mom. And so amazing. I haven't had this happen a lot in my life, but I'm reading through and God just said, this is what you're going to do. It was plain as day. Um, it scared me, but I thought, okay, all right, Lord, if you're going to ask me to do this, let's do it. But then I had to convince my husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Those uh, husbands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he got on board actually much quicker than I thought he would. Because, you know, I'm going to hike the Grand Canyon in nine months and I have to raise a lot of money to do it. What do you think? <laughs> wow. So. Hats yeah. off to hubby. I, I'm yeah. thinking a couple of things that you just said. First, how it started out with your curiosity. You were willing to be moved in your heart and then be curious, like, what is this about? Is this true? I'm going to research it. And then how God really connected your heart through your own experience, which was your son at 12. And then the way that he provided this story that moved your heart. And by the way, I love Denise. We have been to Machu Picchu and she's been on quite a few freedom challenges. So she was... She was a good person to read a story about. And speaking of stories, one thing I want to hear a little bit more about from you is your passion for writing and journalism. And I actually got the opportunity to read one of your, I think it's your first book, Love yeah. Versus Fear, and could just see your heart and passion in your writing. Talk to us a little bit about your passion for writing and journalism and maybe just the, the, the power of story 
And again, like you said earlier, you heard Denise's story and it moved you and the Holy Spirit spoke to you through her testimony. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe that there is so much power in the written word, obviously the word of God being holy and living, but also power in testimony in our stories. And so uh, I never really thought of myself as an avid writer. I mean, I journaled, but then again, that one of the other times that, that God really moved in my life, he said, you're going to write a book. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> and I, I ruminated on that, chewed on that for five months. And then three months later, I had written my first draft of love versus fear. And this book is based I uh, this book is based on a Bible verse, 1 John 4, 18, that says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear, especially the fear to do with punishment. And when I read that verse, it really struck me. Obviously, you never want to take just one verse and, and plant your whole life on it. But this verse did impact me to a point of, well, if we're living with God, he said, abide in me. So he is that love. What does living in love look like? Because fear is rampant. I mean, mm. especially now with the pandemic, but even before that, any person you talk to deals with fear daily. So if living with God casts out that fear, what does that actually look like? How can we do that? And so much of that is wrapped up in identity. And I feel like you know, for the past decade, I'm sure longer, but it's kind of what I've noticed is that our country, our nation has such issues with identity. There's an identity crisis. Mm. When you plant who you are on something that can change, whatever that might be, uh, parenthood, um, your job is such a big one, your reputation, any of these things that can change, uh, you're really on dangerous ground, but we're, we're so used to doing that, I think. But the word of God says that we are beloved children of God. And that's something that's immovable, no matter who you are, no matter what you do. And so when you know who you are in Christ, you can live uh, out of that love zone. Now, it's not, it's not a perfect place. It is a walking the journey of life with God. But that's kind of what my story is about, or sorry, my, my book, Love Versus Fear, is about, uh, as well as sharing some stories about my fears that I've had that God has helped me overcome, as well as um, some in the Bible that have impacted me greatly. So, Preach, yeah, sister. That. Preach. This is a good, that, <laughs> just keep going. Um, for those of us who would like to get your book and hear more about that book, how do we get that? Yeah, so you can get it anywhere. Uh, that includes, of course, Amazon, uh, your local bookstore, Barnes & Noble. Um, yeah, you can really get it in any way that people normally get them. And there's also um, the ebooks as well. Excellent. We'll put a link in the show notes to directly connect to your book. I want awesome. to hear a little bit more about your current vocation and the opportunity that you have before you to use storytelling testimonies as part of your actual profession, but also your mission. Absolutely. So 
Right now, I am working in Christian radio broadcasting. I'm a DJ. I'm a content producer, which means that especially in this time of fear and pandemic where it feels sort of rampant and what do you believe and and who can you trust? Well, we know as believers that the word of God is immovable. It's also living. And the opportunity to be in Christian radio broadcasting, we're the only Christian station in the entire province of Manitoba. So we reach quite a far demographic here in Canada. And um, it's so incredible to be able to speak scripture over the radio airwaves, to be able to encourage people to um, play these songs of worship, songs of joy, songs of hope in such a, a dark time where people are struggling so much with anxiety and fear. And so one of my favorite aspects of radio broadcasting, which I also got to do in Christian publishing, which was before that, uh, is hearing people's stories, hearing about what they're doing now, how they're overcoming fear, and and really being able to push that so much further, like this podcast is doing too. Um, it's it's just an opportunity to spread the light and the love of God even further. So it's I feel very blessed to have this job. Yes, I think you told me you were on the radio commute home. That is perfect if I'm just imagining people in all just the chaos of the day, living in the uncertainty of the future with hope. They're hearing your voice and your giftedness bring all that together with a little bit of light. I love that. And speaking of stories, you're actually, we talked a little bit about a new project that you're working on, and you are writing a book about your experience with Freedom Challenge in the Grand Canyon, which is so thrilling to me because so many beautiful things happened on that trail. And the thing I love about Freedom Challenge is that it's a dual work where we are challenging ourselves personally for the freedom of women and children all over the world but God is challenging us internally, shifting our perspectives, healing, um, just all of that good inner work that he does for followers of Christ. And on that trip, we actually had a few that had not yet come into faith, but there's just so much beauty that happens on those trails. And I would just love for you to share a little bit about your book, why you decided to write it, and give us a few little sneak peeks on some of the highlights of that trip. Absolutely. So, yeah, that Grand Canyon Freedom Challenge changed my life in many different ways. First of all, uh, the, the reason I'm writing this, you know, we, we already talked about it, the power of testimony. Uh, the reason I wrote the first book and the reason I'm writing this book is that for me, I don't need to be famous. God and his hope and his love and his light needs to be spread. And we all have that unique voice and a story to tell, whether it's in a book or with coffee, you know, having coffee with a friend. But um, if it helps someone see the God-given potential that they have in them that they may have not seen before, if the Holy Spirit moves in, in a certain way there, that's why I read it. Uh, there's such power in testimony. Um, the theme of my 
brand new book is when God calls you to it, he'll bring you through it. Mm. And that was evident to me time and time and time again. So I'll, I'll share really quickly why I say that. First of all, like I said, I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I had a full-time job. I had just published my first book when God called me to do this freedom challenge. And so I know there's so many amazing women who feel like they're just an everyday woman. Well, I'm quote unquote, okay. They feel like I'm just a stay-at-home mom. First of all, that's never the truth. (laughs) What a job that is. But also women who, you know, maybe feel like there's, there's not a whole lot more for them. Um, Whoever you are listening right now, I'm writing the book for you because I, I sort of felt that way as well. But if God calls you to something, whether it's to share the gospel with your direct neighbor or go on a crazy backpacking trip through the Grand Canyon, if he calls you to it, he's going to bring you through it. Um, really quickly, I have osteoarthritis in my right knee. I think I might have it in my left as well. But anyways, I used to run half marathons. I can't anymore because of it. So when I initially said yes, all of a sudden it it dawned on me, hey, God, this is very physical. I mean, the first day we we went down into the Grand Canyon, took eight and a half hours, and we had 55 pounds on our back. Like, that's not going to be easy on your knees. Are you sure I can do this? And he just reminded me, I called you to this. and incredibly. Not once in those four days did I have any knee pain. There was other challenges, but no knee pain. So that really showed me that it was it was God. Sylvia, you're not messing around when you say what you what you're what you're talking about. The eight hours down into the canyon, <laughs> the fifty five pounds on the back, and I feel like mine was teetering on more at times. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe yeah. I maybe I carried someone's extra water. But I I do have a distinct memory of you. It was the morning that we were all getting up to leave. If it do you remember it was it was pitch black and it was so early. And yeah. I remember there was a moment, maybe you could just, you know, transparently vulnerably share with us that yes. you I could see that you were facing possibly even out of your book, the love versus fear. What have I got myself into? We It was dark. We were getting yeah. our breakfast. We were all gathering our things to get ready to go into the unknown. It was very silent. Yeah. You know, there was sort of this just reverent, like, okay, here we go. The prayer team was around praying for us. Do you remember this moment? I really do. Uh, the weight and the realization of what we were about to embark on and why just hit me like a ton of bricks. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad overwhelming. It was a Holy spirit moment where the only emotion, the only way the emotion of the incredible journey ahead could come out was tears. And I just started weeping and it wasn't a fear. It wasn't a sadness it was a realization of what we were about to do and the impact it could have on the kingdom of God on this earth. Wow. Sort of this holy ground moment, right? Where you're yes. you're grappling and you're choosing love versus fear, the power of love, the intention of this, you know, intercessory 
moment where all of these women, and this is what always takes my breath away about Freedom Challenge, you know, so much about human trafficking has to do with the body, the exploitation of the body, someone losing power over themselves. And you have all of these powerful women from all different walks of life, all different ages, all different socioeconomics, all different countries, just the whole gamut. And together they are choosing to use their body as a living sacrifice, to do something so hard, so sacrificial, to open their mouth, to tell the story of unknown sisters and children all over the world, to tell their story, to impact other hearts. And I always imagine just that first moment, like just spiritually, what's happening within the love, the great love and sacrifice that is sort of pounding down those mountains and shaking free the strongholds and the bondage of human trafficking on the earth. Not minimizing. You were probably just you know, getting this sense of not minimizing, oh, I'm just going on a trip, but God is doing something big through this sacrifice that was getting ready to happen. It's, it's a remarkable thing. Is there anything else you want to tell us? Little sneak peek into the trip, maybe the funniest moment or, you know, I know we're (laughs) going to, I don't want to hear everything because we want these women to get this book and love this story, but you know, like maybe a funny moment or, or just something you would love to share with us. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll just say really quickly, the book itself is, is also more than just the Grand Canyon experience. Um, it's the whole experience, the training the fundraising, uh, how my family, so my husband, my son, and my daughter, we decided to do this as a family to see the impact of what God was doing. So we decided instead of just flying down, and again, super amazing what all these women have done, we decided to do a big road trip with everyone so that they could experience this as well. Um, I talk about obviously the hike through the challenges as well as the lessons that God taught me. So it's so much more than just, like you said, a physical challenge. It's, it worked spiritually. It um, challenged me emotionally. uh, And of course it did challenge me very physically as well. Um, Two really quick, neat things that I couldn't expect, but I found incredibly liberating in the actual challenge itself was number one wearing no makeup for four days along with other women who weren't in and this raw real even more vulnerable space that was incredible and it it has affected me throughout the rest of my life since Uh, i've worn the least amount of makeup i've ever worn and and again makeup itself is not bad it's just it was so freeing it was Mm. wonderful uh (laughs) <laughs> the second thing that kind of really liberated me too was that no connection to the outside world for four days and really unplugging and and plugging into the incredible beauty of God's creation around us and what God was saying through that and through, again, the power of connection with these other women and testimony. Mm, so. so good. And I, w- I want to highlight, and all of it's so true, I want to highlight how you didn't leave your family behind 
but you brought them on the journey. And I think mm-hmm. so often women, when they're considering doing a trip like this, there's a lot of reasons why not. Oh, my kids are in school. Mm-hmm. My kids are young. My husband can't do it on his own. There's all these just obstacles, emotional, mental obstacles that we have to, again, rise up, overcome challenges. And the way that you framed discipleship and spiritual growth in your entire family is really brilliant. And, and I, and I really appreciate you sharing that because oftentimes when our worldview expands, so does our children. When they see us, our husband and children see us doing things even outside of our immediate responsibilities, but you know, just encompassing a larger worldview that has to do with sacrifice, it really does produce long-lasting fruit. Thank you for sharing that because I, I think that's such a true aspect of the Freedom Challenge and you really took advantage of that. So I have a question for you. Would you ever yeah. do another challenge? And if so, why would you recommend it to those that are listening? Just a personal appeal to them. And would you ever do another one? And when you answer that question, I'll tell you what's coming up. <laughs> awesome. So would I ever do another challenge? Well, first of all, anything that God would ask me to do, I want to jump in with both feet and say yes, because as scary as, as it's going to be, the blessing not only to the world, to myself, to the kingdom of God, uh, it it like when you step into these sacrifices, you think, oh, this is going to be so hard. And yet God will bless your socks off. It's incredible. Like he just really will. And obviously I, I wouldn't do it for selfish reasons, but um, yes, yes, I absolutely would. I actually had a, a tiny envision of like, wouldn't it be amazing if me and my daughter could do it? I know there was a couple people on the trip. Wait, is that you that have done it with family members? I did. Yep. Yes. On that trip, I actually brought my daughter and we shared a tent and we have some of the funniest memories together, like truly deep, powerful, empowering moments with that girl. I love it. Yes. I highly recommend it. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, again, my daughter is 11, so she has some some ways to go. And I'm not saying I'm necessarily going to wait, you know, eight, nine years, but absolutely, I think another Freedom Challenge would be just incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who is considering doing it, what's really neat is when you step into what God has called you to do, it can really ripple in unique ways. And one of those ways for me was that I, I said to the world, I, you know, announced it on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. I'm doing this freedom challenge in the grand Canyon. And my, uh, amazing cousin, she's about 10 years older than me. Uh, her name's Ange, a cursed, she's awesome. Shout out to her. Uh, but she heard what I was doing and called me up within the week and said, would you mind if I joined you? Mm. And I said, that would be amazing. So we have some incredible memories from that trip as well. Mm. Um, So yeah, I would encourage anyone who's on the fence, pray about it. And if you feel that tiny little nudge or prompting, do it. You will not regret it. It is something that will change your life for the better. I love it. 
I'm thinking about ages. I think the youngest that we've ever had on a Freedom Challenge is 15. She was very mature. She <gasps> was with her mother. Wow. And the oldest was 82. Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe that? And Kil- <laughs> Kilimanjaro at that. And then a few years no. ago, Estes Park, there was a, a beautiful nurse practitioner who I believe at the time was maybe 81, who went to Estes Park with us. So there's a lot of diversity in the age group. So if you're listening, wow. um, you know, there we invite you. And here's a few things coming up just to put in your hopper, Sylvia. Unfortunately, yeah. so many of our events, almost all of them got moved all of our lives um, displaced and disrupted. And, you know, God's doing things even in that. But we moved our mm-hmm. Jesus Walk Israel trip to April of 2021. I actually, last thing I heard, we had three spots open up for that. So that's wonderful. And then we actually are opening our John Muir Trail Relay Walkthrough Backpacking Trip. And that opens up on Friday Um, Friday, August, what would that be? 29th. And is that true? Is August, it's, it's this Friday. 28th. The 28th. Okay. So August 28th. And that is going to be five legs doing an entire walkthrough of the John Muir Trail. So it'll be relay style. One team will go, team of women, meet up with the next team and take the next leg until the John Muir Trail is completed. And that's a pretty iconic um, piece of land there. We always hear about John Muir Trail if you love the outdoors and the beauty of the outdoors. And then really what I'm really excited about is October 2022 will be the 10-year anniversary of the starting of the Freedom Challenge, then called the Freedom Climb. It started out with a group of 40 women who went to Mount Kilimanjaro And so we will be going back to Mount Kilimanjaro, which is absolutely, I mean, if you're, if you're into bucket lists, most people would like to have that on their bucket list. And it will be very special because it's going back to the roots and the founding of the Freedom Challenge through Kathy Anderson 10 years ago in 2022. So that's some of the things that are on the horizon. Uh, I say that to all the listeners, be looking for information about that. And Sylvia, you are always invited. You are freedom sister. You've given us so much to think about, so much wisdom, so much joy. And I cannot wait to get your book, promote it and get it to all of our listeners. And I know they'll give it as gifts and be able to be moved by your story. Thank you for joining us today. And um, we're going to be keep, keeping track of you. Thank when you, do you so much, Tracy. When do you think the book's going to be done? <laughs> oh, the question of the week. Uh, no, it's as as soon as I can. Um, there, I'm sorry, I don't have a date right now. Um, to be realistic, looking at 2021 uh, would be would be good. And of course, I will keep you updated on exactly what that looks like and when that will be. And we will, we will be shouting you out all around. Sylvia, thank you for all the wisdom that you've shared with us today. It was a pleasure to hear about the projects you're working on, to hear your story, and to really truly be inspired by you. And ladies, we're signing off today, but for now, let's continue together to do good, 
help free enslaved women and children to do more than you ever thought physically possible and to do it together. Continue connecting with women who have a heart for a hurting world. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. If you liked what you heard, join the fight to set women and children on a pathway to freedom across the globe. We are a proud ministry of Operation Mobilization USA and encourage you to learn more at thefreedomchallenge.com and omusa.org for how you can get involved. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram at the FCUSA, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to let us know what you think. We'll see you next time.